Hello, all you positive heads out there. Thanks for tuning your beautiful brainwaves into another episode of the Positive Head Podcast, where we are firmly convinced that creating success and happiness is rooted in understanding the ultimate nature of reality and the fact that as human beings, we are all immensely powerful fractals of the one and only source consciousness, which creates and animates all things. Now, of course, understanding this powerful truth is one thing. Applying this incredibly empowering wisdom to everyday life? Well, that's another. Which is exactly why we provide you with a fresh serving of soul food for thought five days a week to help constantly remind you of what matters most. You are it. And I'm your host, Brandon Beecham. I'm the reflection and extension of you who will be here each Wednesday interviewing a different consciousness changemaker and on the other four weekdays, leading the way to ensure that your perspective is consistently expanded, your vibration is constantly elevated, and your heart is overflowing and full. Also, before we jump into today's episode, I'd like to take a moment to tell you about a few sponsors that not only help to make it possible to produce this show five days a week, but that I'm also genuinely passionate about promoting especially since they're helping to fund all the cool projects we have in the works, such as the Positive Head app, the docuseries that I'm intending to begin shooting within the next year, and whatever else we dream up over here at Positive Headquarters to help spread consciousness across the planet. Now, if you're short on time or just super excited for today's topic and want to dive right in and skip these ads, feel free to fast forward about four minutes to get right into today's show. That being said, I strongly encourage you to listen because the reason I'm passionate about my sponsors is because they've made a huge impact in my own life, which is why I've aligned with these organizations. And I firmly believe they can do the same for you too. The first longtime stellar supporter of this show that I want to mention is Gaia. If you're not familiar, Gaia is the go-to source for streaming consciousness content online with over 8,000 video titles. And you can sign up for your first month for only 99 cents at Gaia.com forward slash positive head. That's spelled G-A-I-A dot com forward slash positive head. The second sponsor I'm extremely passionate about promoting is Purium. It's no mystery that bringing your mind, body and spirit into balance is necessary if a person truly intends to manifest the greatest and grandest version of themselves. And as of recording this, it's been about mm, four months since I started taking the Purium Core 4 Superfood products every day. And I can honestly and sincerely say my mind, body, and spirit have never felt more in alignment. If you've been looking for a way to easily get superfoods into your system every day with a simple plan that can help you reestablish a healthier foundation and relationship with food, I cannot recommend for you to start with the Purium 40-Day Ultimate Nutrition Plan, which includes a 10-day metabolic reset and cleanse enough. I spent personally months researching Purium before I jumped in, and now myself and over 150 other positive heads have started with the 40-Day Ultimate Nutrition Plan, and many of us have continued taking the Core 4 products on an ongoing basis daily ever since. 
I personally intend to take them for the rest of my life because they played a huge role transforming my vibrational state. If you decide to do it, it'll cost you just over $7 a day for the first 40 days and only about $5 a day after. But if you do it the way that I recommend you to do it, the smartest and most beneficial way, it won't cost you anything. I recommend you to just look at where you can reallocate money you are already spending on food each day. Essentially, you're just going to swap out the unhealthiest stuff you're in the habit of purchasing in exchange for Purium Superfoods. And this way, it costs you nothing to participate in the transformation and cleanse. And it creates exponential benefit because now you've replaced something that lowers your vibration with something that is going to make you feel super high in the healthiest kind of way. Just take a few minutes, see where you can cut out five to seven dollars a day and commit to doing it. It's that simple. Also for support, we'll be doing a big group transformation with other positive heads and soul family once each month for support. So I recommend, you know, going right now, ordering your 40 day ultimate nutrition plan bundle so that you have it when the next group transformation starts. Procrastination is not your friend. Order it now. You can thank me later because I can assure you, you will not be sorry you've decided to send a message to the universe that you're ready to step up your vibrational game and reclaim your health sovereignty. Just head over to ishoppurium.com. That's spelled I-S-H-O-P-P-U-R-I-U-M.com. Be sure to use the code POSITIVEHEAD, all one word, for either $50 off or a 25% discount, whichever is greater. And also, if you want to learn more details about the Purium products, why I'm so passionate about promoting them beforehand, you can go check out several videos I shot discussing these things in greater detail. You can also hear my interview with the very inspiring founder, David Sandoval, much, much more over at positivehead.com forward slash transformation. All right, all you positive heads, on this week's Pow Wow episode, I'm very excited to have Dr. Reed Tuxen here with me on the show. Reed is an expert on aging and health and is here with us today to speak as uh, actually the spokesperson for Ilchi Lee's new book, uh, I've Decided to Live to 120 Years, uh, The Ancient Secret of Longevity or The Ancient Secret to Longevity, Vitality and Life Transformation. Hello there, Reed. Welcome to the show, my friend. Great to be with you, my friend. Great to be with you and your all. Yeah, this is a this is a topic that's near and dear to my heart. Uh, so, you know, actually, if anyone uh, who's been listening for a long time before I started this podcast a little over three years ago, I had I, I wrote I'm 95 percent done with a book that I co-wrote with a, a dear friend. And then I decided to sort of shelf it and focus on this show and thought I would revisit it later. And the name of the book is The Fountain of You, uh, how, <laughs> science and spiritu- how Science and Spirituality Are Merging to Birth Us into the Age of Timelessness. So I, and I was originally going to call it 40 is the New 20. So it's sitting here on my shelf or in my, in, you know, on my computer and uh, haven't ever released it. So when I first was exposed to uh, this book, I was like, absolutely, please read, come on and let's talk about this. Um, so super, super excited to dig in. And, you know, what I'd like to do is start with um, my very predictable starting question, and that is this. You're in an elevator. Uh, The woman next to you looks over, says, what's your passion? You have 10 floors to answer. What do you say? I think what I would say to her, particularly in today's hyper-polarized climate where we are so 
at each other's throats. We're so reverted <laughs> to our sense of tribalism uh, and negativism and political warfare. Um, I would say to her that my passion now is that I am recognizing uh, very much the premise of what you had in your book idea. There is, I believe, now a revolution merging throughout the land. There's a feeling in the air now that says we can do much, much more to awaken Mm. and realize our divine potential, the best and highest sense of ourselves, that there's something in us that more and more and more people are realizing, a sense of our humanity, a sense of our compassion, a sense of tenderness, a sense of kindness that is emerging. And it is emerging simultaneous with new understandings of the universe, of the way in which we happen to become here, uh, this, this place that we call home, this setting that our home is in, in the larger sense. There's something moving through the land that is so exciting. And even though for the moment people are filled with despair and anxiety about some of the mean spiritness in our society, my passion is to move beyond the negative and really focus on being a part, a small part of that movement for the positive. And I believe Mm. my passion is, is that the more we can allow each other to have the, 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 the recognition and the acknowledgement. If I turned to that person in the elevator and I would start the, the most thing I would say on the first floor of our ascent, as it were, is that first floor is thank you for caring. Thank you for reaching across whatever divide we may have in our normal uh, demographic characteristics in society. Thank you for caring about me and why Mm. and what I might be passionate about, because that's the beginning. It's a sign of respecting the dignity and the worth of the other person and being, frankly, interested in the other person on good terms, on positive terms, on non-judgmental terms. And then Mm. our next floor in the ascent would then allow us for me to talk about, you know, this sense of, of why I'm excited about Uh, of this movement towards more humanity and compassion that are being provoked by the inhumanity and the lack of compassion that represents most of what we get every day in the society. There's a rebound effect. And I'm trying to be one of those people that captures that rebound and moves that into uh, with others. And we start to build a whole new movement. And I think that's an inevitable consequence of where we are. So my passion really is about connecting on those levels. And then finally, I would say by the time we get to the last floors of our ascent would be to provide meaningful and useful information that allows each one of us to begin to unlock our own individual human potential, our own individual sense of kindness, and then be able to unlock that further when we begin to understand that I am no different than you. In fact, I am you. You are me. Mm. We are all connected. And ultimately, when I get to the last floor, my passion is very simple. We are one. Mm. Well, I got to say that was a that was a slow moving elevator, but or or she was standing on the tenth floor waiting for you. Uh, very inspired to 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 expound on all that because that is super super inspirational. So we'll Reed, we're gonna give you as many floors as you need because that's good stuff right there. <laughs> oh, so um, if you could. Um, 
it, you know, uh, the other thing I like to do when when I'm jumping into these uh, discussions is just get a little background on, you know, and in this case, it's it's unique because obviously you have so much uh, wisdom and insight to offer. Uh, and you're also uh, sort of, you know, as I mentioned, the spokesperson for uh, this this other man's book and Ilchi Lee. And so I, maybe in this case, uh, you can give us a little background into, you know, your story, his story, and, uh, you know, as a foundation to, to, to speak from. I am uh, trained uh, classically as an American physician. I'm a general internist whose interest in health is very broad. Um, my interest in health uh, uh, began with first being the, uh, the, the com- commissioner of public health for the nation's capital. So I'm a, uh, a public health official I've been and, and concerned about the macro level of health. Uh, not for individuals, but for a society, and I, and I enjoyed that. And then I, my road led me to being um, responsible for the medicine agenda for the March of Dimes and fighting for the healthiness of America's babies and children. Uh, and then mm-hmm. I, I translated that into the, my next uh, opportunity was to become president of an academic medical center in South Central Los Angeles. And so being on the front lines of one of the most challenging, you know, Watts, California, and having a medical school there that is concerned with the health of, of underserved people and training professionals for that that struggle. And then, so I was, uh, in addition to being president of an academic medical center in South Central Los Angeles, I was for many years the senior physician at United Health Group, one of the largest health companies in America. But what's really been exciting for me is combining this very traditional and rich uh, experience uh, with um, traditional clinical medicine um, I've been augmenting it most of my life as a, a personal seeker, someone who has been uh, interested in in my in the spirituality side of my life and how we combine uh, together the sense of healthfulness uh, and spirituality. Uh, that led me to um, things like a significant amount of energy and attention on meditation, on mm. on uh, prayerfulness, uh, also um, tai chi. Uh, I ah. find enormous benefit both physically and uh, spiritually through the practice of Tai Chi. And that led me ultimately to be uh, um, involved with the people at an organization called Body and Brain Yoga, which was founded by uh, a, a man named Ilchi Lee, uh, a Korean man who clearly had great insight and knowledge uh, about um, how to bring together the body uh, as a very much uh, a part of the process of prayer and spirituality. And that's how I then started to really get more involved in, in efforts like that are being talked about in his book, I've Decided to Live 120 Years. Wow. Yeah, you know, Tai Chi is something that I have not uh, participated in, but I, I feel very drawn to, and it's been sort of calling my name. So to hear that is uh, one more uh, one more uh, indicator that maybe it's something that I should should be exploring. Well, I think so. And the reason that I find it to be uh, terrific, again, is in my life, at least, I am, you asked about what makes us passionate. What I am certainly passionate about in my own life is connecting together the health experience uh, and the spiritual experience. That the way in which I am able to use my body uh, as a temple of prayer, as a vessel of prayer, 
as I can use my body to to feel uh, the sense of energy that is throughout the whole universe, to be able to mm-hmm. make my body, res- you know, be able to respond uh, and, and be involved in the process of connectivity to all that is around me. And the thing I like about the Tai Chi, of course, is that it, you use all of your muscles, all of your joints, you're stretching, you're, you're doing things that are aerobic, uh, that are, that require strength, that require flexibility, mm-hmm. that all sort of like things. yoga. Yeah, it's very much like that, but, but, but approaching it, maybe not from the point of view of what I would do in a health club, uh, but doing it, what I would do more in a, in a, in a, in a, in a meditative environment, a spiritual environment. Right. Oh, by right. the way, I'm getting all of these health benefits at the same time. So it's just a matter Beautiful. of which door you decide to go in. And the Tai Chi helps me to go through the door of, 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 of prayer, meditation, and spirituality, as opposed to the, the gymnasium. Great. I like that. I like that a lot. And uh, of course, you know, there's some yogas that have more of a spiritual slant and sort of energy. Uh, obviously, you know, Kundalini and things like that or or different teachers have different approaches. But yeah, it's, it is something that you also see very much strictly health and stretching and, you know, very, you know, uh, oftentimes in a room right next to people lifting barbells. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's the reason one of the reasons I've really been drawn to Tai Chi is uh and the, the idea of it is you know it is it seems like such a uh spiritual practice that is invoking energy uh while you're you're getting you know a workout and that to me it, it seems like it like checks all the boxes that really appeal to me too so uh well, yeah I, i'm, Brent, I'm let excited me just hasten to mention by the way though as whether it is yoga or tai chi or any of these things different people come to these disciplines with different agendas if, right. quote unquote, all you come to it for is for the stretching and the healthfulness of it and maybe the relaxation and the relief of stress, if that's, quote, all you come for, fine, as long yep. as you're coming forward and doing something with your body to be healthy. There may be others who will come to it not only for those things, but for other things in addition, which may be getting themselves closer to divine consciousness to God, whatever words people use, then there may be a secondary. But if that's not what you want to do, don't be afraid to come to these healthful disciplines Mm -hmm. because you may not be wanting the whole package, but just something that may be a little bit uh, more of an introductory. As long as you're doing something, that's the key to deciding to live 120 years. Mm, yeah, and that was really, uh, that's a great segue into what I was going to ask Getting next is, okay, let's talk a little bit, you know, maybe you can give a brief uh, background on on the author, Ilchi Lee, and then also, you know, we can segue into, uh, you know, as this book, I've decided to live to 120 years, and then I, it goes into, you know, secrets to longevity, vitality, life transformation. So um, if you could, if you could go there, we'd love to hear, hear what you got. I found uh, Ilchi Lee to be a very inspirational person, a very wise uh, man. He's from Korea, um, mm-hmm. and he had translated a lifetime of interest in the martial arts into what happened for him was a spiritual epiphany. He went to uh, the, 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 a mountain uh, and literally spent um, 30 days almost uh, you know, sitting um, alone in a very dangerous environment uh, by himself uh, and really got deeply into himself and discovered who he was, the real him, the him inside of the physical body. He got very close with that. And that led him 
to a lifetime of sharing his knowledge with others. He began in a park with one person who had some physical ailments and, and, and challenges. And he started to work with one person in a park. And over time, as he was doing this in the public, others started to gravitate. And now he's built a worldwide uh, uh, movement uh, with brain and body yoga centers all over the, the world uh, that are doing this work. So he's a fascinating person. I have benefited from him, uh, again, because of the people who have been trained by him, who have helped me uh, to learn many of the tr- techniques and the strategies uh, that enable me to bring together uh, my my physical health, uh, my spirituality into one package, and and so uh, very fascinating person. And his book that he's written, I want to, I decided to live 120 years, is one of his uh, efforts to try to give people practical, usable information uh, that allows them to take action on behalf of their own health and spiritual development. And, I, and he's extremely practical in all of his approaches, trying to find ways of engaging all of us, regardless of our level of physical or spiritual sophistication, tries to find ways in which all of us can catch a, a seat on the train uh, going forward. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that really jumped out at me um you know, when looking into the book and, you know, one of the things that jumped out was the idea that it's imperative that people, especially as you're getting older, find a purpose for the second half of their lives and why it's important to continue to try new things. And this is something I know with my own mother, for example, who is, you know, semi-retired at this point. And it's something that comes up for me all the time is, uh, okay, Mom, you need to really find something to to grab a hold of that uh, gives you purpose. Because if if you're not if you're not uh, if you don't have a purpose, then you're not inspired. And if you're not inspired, you're probably not going to be uh, thriving uh, on any level. And that's that's you know, unless you just want to go. If you want to live to 120 years, let's find a purpose. So I, I'd love to hear his thoughts and how how he breaks that down in the book. First of all, it's always so much fun when uh, I know I, as a parent, uh, learn from my children. And mm-hmm. it is just so terrific that you have that relationship with your mom. But your, the premise of your question is spot on. When you decide to live 120 years, you are making a conscious choice that says, I want to realize that I've got more life ahead of me, that I'm looking mm-hmm. to the future. That when, when, as you say, when people start to get a little older, they start thinking about, well, I'm going to retire. I'm going to just go off into a corner somewhere. Uh, I'm not going to be engaged anymore. Um, and, and we, and people can start to become slovenly, uh, depressed, uh, wondering what's the meaning of it all anyway. Um, and that, by the way, happens when we're 60 or 50 or sometimes 40. What mm-hmm. deciding to live to be 120 is saying, I am making a conscious choice to be very engaged in my future and that I intend to have a future, whether that future is three years from now, one year, 30 seconds from now, or 60 years from now. Whatever that is, I am committing to my future and I'm going to decide to live every second of my life from this point forward to the best of my ability, to live it in a way that gives me the chance for maximally developing my own individual human potential, my own set of who I am in the world. So this is a profound decision uh, to decide 
with courage uh, to look to the future. And then once you do that, you begin to put things in perspective. You begin to sort of say, all right, all of those uh, things in which I felt I was suboptimal in my earlier life, the things that I, the baggage that I've been carrying, um, I'm not deciding anymore to keep that baggage with me and just fade off into the sunset. No, today's the day for me. I'm deciding choice. I commit. I'm going to have a different kind of life and I'm going to build myself and prepare myself for the future. So if I'm not in shape today, terrific. I will decide today's the day to start doing the things necessary to give me a chance to live to be 120. Whether I make it or not, who cares? What you really care about is that because I'm doing the things necessary to live a longer, healthier life, every day I will reap the benefit. And that's really the, the, the beauty, I think, in the concept here. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's, um, it's just making that, um, you know, uh, just making that decision energetically. I mean, Ilchi has written a book here. I've decided to live 120 years. You know, you can see it in bold. Like, what are you telling, you know, the universe? What are you telling your higher self, source, God, whatever you want to call it? You're making an energetic announcement. And then you, you're, then the, the journey becomes, okay, now what do I do? What's my end of the bargain? You know, to, to sort of facilitate this choice that I'm making and and you know for me that what, what a wonderful path what a what a wonderful opportunity we have now for the first time ever really for people to to take complete there's so much information out there there's so much awareness to take complete control of their destiny in this way All right. Well, now seems like a good moment to take a quick minute to tell those of you who aren't familiar a bit about our sponsor Gaia I've been a big fan of Gaia for many years now, which is why they're the only content provider I've ever reached out to in regards to potentially supporting this podcast. So needless to say, I'm very excited they're now supporting the show. Gaia truly is my personal go-to source for streaming consciousness content on the web. They have an incredible 7,000 plus exclusive videos covering 5,000 years of wisdom. Just to give you an example, on the show Missing Links, the incredible researcher Greg Braden explores all the biggest questions concerning who we are, where we come from, where we're going, by connecting the missing links between science and spirituality to complete our understanding of humanity's history and to better understand the interconnectedness of all things. Awesome, right? And that's just one example. As you guys constantly hear me say, it's a daily conscious effort to maintain an elevated vibration. And if you're looking to go deep down the rabbit hole to do so, then Gaia is the best place I know of to do it, period. And you can sign up for your first month for only 99 cents at Gaia.com forward slash positive head. That's spelled G-A-I-A dot com forward slash positive head. Check it out. I actually saw a talk a few weeks ago. Um, uh, the founder of Purium, uh, David Sandoval, who sort of who I've hitched my wagon to is, uh, uh, you know, when it comes to health and wellness. And he, he has this, this um, company, Purium, that uh, I'm involved with and, and the company is, is, actually sponsors the show. And I absolutely just love the, the products and using superfoods to heal the planet is sort of the intention of the, of the whole organization. But I saw him giving a talk and he's so inspiring and he's probably, I'm going to guess he's in his upper 50s, 60s. 
60, uh, something like that. And he's like, I intend to live past 120. He's like, and he started giving, you know, uh, he was making this announcement in such a vibrant way. And, you know, he, he, he then, of course, went into some of that, the, the health things and science that's coming out and something, uh, you know, along the lines. And I wish I'd recorded it because he was talking about how they can look at an 80 year old and see, you know, in their DNA or something where it could have double the length. So, you know, at, if you were optimizing 160 is sort of, there's some sort of an indicator there. And I, I forget the science behind it. He's like, so even if you get to 80% of that, you know, you're talking 140. And so it's, it's really just a fascinating time as people are stepping forward, like LG, like David Sandoval, you know, who, who are stepping forward and saying, hold on, we can redefine this. And I think it all starts with what you, you were just touching on, which is making that making that energetic choice is, is, is the first step in the journey, right? Exactly right. And, 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 and I'm glad, you know, you bring, we, we, we do have so much better understanding from a science of how to live our lives. Well, these, what you were describing uh, were the length of the telomeres that are right, inside right. of our DNA. And, and you can start to, to understand better about how those things uh, and their relationship to the aging process uh, and their indicators of our overall uh, uh, healthiness from an aging point of view. But what I think is also key to what you're saying is this opportunity to also advance our sense of ourselves as spiritual beings. That when you make a decision to live 120 years, you're making a decision about your healthfulness, but you're also saying something to yourself about why am I living in the first place? Why am I here? What is my purpose for being on this planet? And how do I start to connect that sense of connectivity with, with the, the creator, uh, our sense of connectivity with the world around us, the universe around us? We are in this enormously exciting time of science where we are learning so much about um, um, of everything that happened at the level of the Big Bang for all the way through to advances in quantum physics that tell us about what's going on inside of, of our atoms and molecules in our body and in everything in the created world. We have so many discoveries where we are beginning to see the hand work of the creator. And that's exciting uh, information that we can that inspires us, that makes us, that animates us to to think about how beautiful this thing called life is, and how much I then want to be a part of that as vigorously as I can, no matter what my physical health may be, be able to maximize where I am at this moment and every moment, so that I can participate in this excitement called life this participation in the universe to the greatest extent possible. And that's really where the the excitement and the joy is. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, this is something we talk a lot about on the show is understanding the ultimate nature of reality. And of course, you get into people have different opinions and theories and ideas about who we are, where we are. And I uh, share mine very, very openly on the show. Uh, it's a big it's a big part of it. And, you know, the, and what that perspective is for me, Reed, is, you know, I believe uh, we're eternal beings that have always been and always will be. I didn't, you know, uh, 
uh, on when I was born, that's just when I, I my favorite thing to post on uh, friends' Facebook feeds when it's their birthday is happy 3D incarnation anniversary. It's like we're eternal beings that have always been and always will be. And so sometimes I think people get older and they think, oh, well, it's too late for me. I'm 65 and, you know, I've done all I'm going to do. And, and from my perspective, that's actually uh, incorrect. It's like, no, actually, I believe if you're still here in in 3D, in the physical, there's a reason because there's still opportunity for growth. And if there's still opportunity for growth, you and you have a unique opportunity for growth here in 3D that we don't necessarily have beyond the veil, right? In other uh, dimensions of reality, if you will. So, so here you are, you're still here. You have the opportunity to really expedite yourself in this earth school and whatever, whatever uh, upgrades or lessons you learn, you take with you. So, you know, hey, let's make the most. You've went through all the the, the heartache of being a, ba- a frustrated baby that couldn't do anything to growing into adolescence to adulthood. You, you went through, you paid the cost to get to where you're a fully developed human. Let's make the most of it, right? You're 65. Okay, why not stay great. another 50 years and, and become this, you know, when you do cross over, you're like, wow, I really maximized my time there. And as a result, there's benefits and level ups that continue on eternally. That is just a, a great perspective. And I'll just be frank with you. Um, I'm 67 years old. Um, Ilchi Lee is about the same age I am. And I will this day, you know, I've, I woke up this morning, an hour of meditation and prayer, excitement and wonderful in that. I will do an hour or more of exercise today. Uh, what we call exercise, I, I, you know, all kind of names, but I will do Tai Chi for a long period. I will do, uh, uh, very kind of special uh, meditation walking that I that I do that, that that requires a significant amount of physical energy. I'll do bowing exercises today that will reinforce my 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 energy level to to pray and meditate. But also, by the way, it's terrific for my physical health. So I will be very vigorous today because I'm committing this day uh, to grow. I will grow today beyond what I grew yesterday. I. Mm. I'm on this path and it is so exciting to be on this journey so that I wake up and, and my relationship to information, my relationship to, to, uh, to nonverbal information, uh, to spiritual information, my relationship to, uh, to physical activity for my body, all of those will come together for me today. And I will be much more uh, in a much better place than I was yesterday. And I'm looking forward to tomorrow and the next day. However mm. many days I have left on this journey, uh, every one of them to me is exciting. So I'm really uh, on the same page you are. And as I said, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in the best shape of my life. I got a body fat, according to my doctor now, of 12.6%. Wow. And um, I'm 67. I'm very flexible. Um, thank goodness. And I can do the things that I want to do with my body. My body will allow me to have the energy to be involved in the world and mm-hmm. involved in, in the exploration of ideas. So I'm like you, I'm excited, uh, Brandon. And I think that each of us can have that same level of enthusiasm if we first make the choice. And then secondly, if we're prepared to do the simple things that are necessary to turn that choice into action and tangible outcomes. 
Mm. Wow, you're such an inspiration, Reed, you know, in, in seeing you. Of course, everyone's just hearing the audio here. You look like a million bucks. You sound, <laughs> your health and vigor is obviously emanates uh, through uh, your speech. And, you know, you're pretty much the same age as my mother. And, um, you know, I can't wait to play her this episode and say, <laughs> see, mom, this is, a, look at this, special walking, like, like um, Tai Chi, bowing, meditation, these are the things that someone does who's sending the message that, hey, I want to be here for, for, for the ride. And I see the benefit in continuing to be here. And so I, I applaud you. And I would love to dig in a little bit more into what some of those, um, you know, uh, one of the things I know in, in Ilchi's book, it talks about exercise uh, can replace a dependence on prescription drugs and medical procedures. And, you know, of course, um, that's another thing with my own mother. She has diabetes and uh, we've been really working on on using some of these more naturopathic approaches to, and, and had some good results. And so I'd love to hear any, you know, insight for for people on, you know, what is this special walk you're referring to? Oh, it's just a, a form, again, of a, of a variation of Tai Chi where you begin to uh, control your body. Uh, it almost have to be able to demonstrate it. You can't do it with this limitation, but it's really a way of walking very slowly and lifting your leg up, balancing on one leg and then stepping forward and feeling your body move through space gracefully, catching yourself and then moving up again, almost like a swan. It almost looks like a swan when it's walking. And mm. it requires, uh, you know, strength in your lower body, requires flexibility, uh, it's terrific for your abdomen. And it's just, it, it, it causes exertion. But for me, what it does is I find in that kind of slow, deliberate, graceful walking, uh, I begin to get calm mentally. And by the way, you can just walk slowly. It doesn't even have to be anything important, but just being intentional in your walk. Every single person that's listening to your, your podcast today, remember, you do not need to have an expensive gym membership to be healthy. You don't have to have a special uniform. You don't have to have really expensive shoes. In other words, you don't have to go somewhere to be healthy. It is so easy for your mother to decide, I'm going to go outside and I'm just going to take a nice long walk. But while I'm walking, I'm going to be intentional in my walk. I'm going to be mm. focused inside. I'm going to be thinking about the issues that make life make sense for me, my relationship to my spirituality, whatever that may be in whatever form it may be. You know, I'm agnostic about whatever religion someone may be from, whatever you are, however prayer means to you. But taking that deliberate walk. Now, mm. are you exercising? Yes, because you're walking. But do we need to call it exercise? Call it a meditation walk. Yep. It doesn't matter. But that's the thing. You can decide. One of the things that Ilchi Lee does, which I really like, is he has a little, uh, a, a wonderful little tool that says every hour, do one minute of exercise. So mm, every hour that. for one minute, stand up and sit down, stand up, sit down, stand up, sit down, do it for a minute. Every hour you can raise your arms up over your head and bring them across your body and stretch them out for one minute, moving your body. It doesn't matter what you do, mm. but long as you move, we make this stuff so complicated. So one minute, folks, 
you know, I, I, every hour, I might, my minute, I'll get down and do push-ups. I'll do 150 push-ups. That'll be my one, my one minute for that. Uh, wow, for that's that a hour. good minute. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, you do, are uh, in good shape, my friend. Well, you know, <laughs> I'll do sit-ups for, for the, for the one minute and then go back to my desk and finish doing my work. These are very simple things. I'll show you one that's very simple. Just moving your wrists and just making sure that your arms and your wrists and those muscles, those joints in your hands, because as we get older, our wrists and our fingers and our hands get tight. For one minute, you can just do something as simple as that. But what you're doing is you're moving your body. And when you do that, you begin to notice that you relax your mind. The stress mm. starts to come down. The tension. Instead of our elbows, our, our shoulders being up by our ears, tense and, and either looking at our computer screens or our iPhones or the television, we start to realize that we can do exercises where we bring our shoulders up and down. And eventually, we bring them back to where they're normal. And then the blood and the energy can flow through our body unimpeded from these blockages caused by our tension and muscularity. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you were talking about just setting the intention to go and, uh, you know, with the walking thing, I thought of the Thich Nhat Hanh, uh, quote, walk as if you are kissing the earth with your feet. And, oh. you know, isn't it beautiful? I mean, it's like you think about I'm just going to go out this afternoon and I'm going to, uh, like you said, a meditative walk and just and just uh, focus on all the things I'm grateful for. And and, you know, uh, and and. You know, conversing with Mother Earth in this way, you know, even especially if you can take your feet, you know, take your shoes off. I'm, I'm sure you've heard of this idea of grounding and how we, um, you know, this is a super healthy for us and it passes. Um, I believe it's like electrons are passed through the ground and help to, to you know, it's actually healthy for you, like uh, antioxidants, I believe, if I'm recalling correctly. So it's, you know, such a beautiful idea to do something as simple as to walk with intention as if you're kissing the earth with your feet and, and, and just everything comes back to that simple intention. I'm going to do a minute of exercise every hour. What a simple intention that anyone can do. And I think that's a lot of times you've hit the nail on the head. People get very intimidated by all <laughs> what they need to do. Oh my gosh, this huge program and shift in my life. And no, little things. I tell you, it's funny. One of the things in terms of that walking, and, and I love the example of that, uh, walking as if your feet were kissing the earth. One of the things that Ilchi talks about in his book is that we he reminds us that we have these energy centers in our body, in our palms. There are two very important places where we connect with the world through energy here and also in the soles of our feet. And so that he talks about how we use that and being connected. So you receive information. We know from physics that every action has an equal and opposite reaction. We know that when we step down onto the earth, that the molecules and the atoms in our feet are pushing down against the molecules and atoms that are in the ground and one pushing down and they're pushing up. There's a conversation going on every time we take a step. If only we took the time to listen to it, to feel it. Now, the conversation is not verbal, but there right. is an energy transfer conversation that's going on. And our bodies are engaged in it, but often our minds are not. And so there is a thrill. When I do my meditation walk, I am intensely aware 
of the conversation I'm having with the earth, the conversation that I'm having with the birds who are singing to me, the conversation I'm having with the trees as I breathe out uh, carbon dioxide and the trees give me back oxygen. We're all in this symbiotic unity of life. And the more that we are aware of it, the more I find, at least, the reason to be optimistic, to be excited, to be engaged, to be happy, to experience just an unexplainable joy. Mm. And those things help immunize me from the dangers of opioid abuse, as you talked about. I don't want to be in an artificial environment to, to alter my brain chemistry. I can alter my brain chemistry just fine, thank you, by breathing. Breathing is the greatest drug I have ever known. Mm. I, you know, just to stand and breathe deeply and breathe intentionally and let your breathing guide you. That is really, really, really powerful. So, yeah, it is this attitude that Ilchi is reminding us of in his book that really helps us to then have a different mindset that makes us then not enjoy being a couch potato. Do you know, Brandon, that 25% of the American people get no more exercise than, than getting up and going to work? That's it. Wow. 25%, wow. one in four. So wow. we don't want to, you don't want to be that person that's just stagnant. We want to be the kind of person that is doing simple things to keep us moving. Yeah. And, you know, a body in motion tends to stay in motion and a body at rest tends to t- tends to stay at rest. Right. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's really wild because our, we're designed to be active. We were meant to be, um, you know, using our body uh, and more physically than I think the modern uh, environment and culture has sort of uh, made it simpler and simpler. I mean, eventually we'll just like, if we're not careful, we'll be blobs that just like kind of hover and float and, and food is like IV'd <laughs> into mm. us. And you know what I mean? And it's like, these bodies are so amazing. And, and especially as we, we, everyone today is a day older than they were yesterday. And, you know, it, it, it goes along with this idea. I always say, you know, uh, aging isn't optional, but getting old is. And, you know, you're going to age, but you can age in a way that is, you know, you, the, the the quality of life is super super high because the alternative is you know you're you're going to have a very low quality of life as you get up there in age and you know remaining childlike you know quote I say and, and I don't quite quote the Bible often I, you know I consider myself more spiritually minded than necessarily an organized religion but I love you know lest you become like a child you can't enter the kingdom of heaven and so that I believe is a big key to this whole thing becoming childlike being playful what do they do they run around they play they're exercising you know uh, there's some great wisdom in that that is going to keep you youthful and keeping you youthful is is where all the you know that's it's a it's a state of mind and it has you know we, we've all seen the 90 year old who reminds us of a, of a 20 year old you know and the opposite so it's it's really um it's just so important to get all these elements uh, and, and understand. Well, you know, I, uh, I I came across a quote not long ago, and I use it every day now from a, a very wise rabbi. And he said, I wake up every morning in radical amazement. Mm, now, gratitude. that is just, that is the best way. It's just, first of all, just awe. 
before you even get to the gratitude. It's just the awe, this mystery, excitement of being alive. There is nothing that you will be able to watch on television, not one TV show, not one cable news broadcast that will give you the excitement of the awesomeness of actually remembering and realizing that we are alive. The, 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 the beauty of a flower, the, the touch of a baby as it, as it turns towards its mother's breast, the, 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 the beauty of a burbling brook. I mean, these are things mm. that we somehow forget. And, what, and then when we start to realize where does this come from, how did it happen to be here? The fact that we are living in a universe that is continuing to expand at rapid rates that we're, I mean, the mysteries of it all, the awesomeness of it, that is really what animates and should animate us. And then when we get up and we look at a flower and we go outside and we really appreciate the beauty of that flower and how that flower came to be and remembering and realizing that there is a connection between us and that flower, Mm. that kind of gets us uh, going Uh, and it ought to. But then there's something else underneath what you're saying. And I think it's very important. This is something that Ilchi also talks about in the book. And that is, there are many others in our environment who also are similarly disposed. And what we have to now start to do is to participate in community life. That seniors too often, as we get older, wind up becoming isolated. And so if you who are listening to this broadcast are in your 30s or 20s or 40s, there are people who are older that you can connect with at whatever level that senior wants to connect. But Mm. it's a part of an exchange. And for people my age, reaching back and connecting with young people and being connected. But I think this notion of getting out of this social isolation, getting out Mm. of our tribes, getting out of our predetermined boxes that we've imprisoned ourselves in, I think what what Ilchi is sort of suggesting that as we make a decision to live to be 120, let's make that decision to also share with others, to be a part. So we reinforce each other. We help each other as we go along. And let's get out of the isolation that has imprisoned so many of us. Mm, That is such a wonderful point and so true. It's like, you know, as I've aged, I continue to uh, engage with people uh, on you know, like I, I look at age as just a number. It's like, what is my connection to this individual? And, you know, because I think I, I think in the terms that I do, as I, I mentioned earlier that, you know, the, the, you know, my son didn't, wasn't born, you know, 19 years ago, he incarnated in the physical dimension uh, at that point in time. And he's actually this very old soul. So that is worthy of connection. And obviously, you know, th- so you start thinking in these terms and you stop judging someone as, you know, as, as, oh, well, they're out of my league or, you know, my, my sort of social circle because they're 20 years my senior or 20 years my junior. It's like, no, actually this person could have, for my perspective have more experience in this this earth earthly 3d plane than you do and so you know you start kind of throwing out the you know don't judge the book by the cover sort of thing and you know for me it has led to just so many incredible um connections with people in you know from 
from small children to to people much much older approaching 100 years old and so I, I absolutely love that idea of doing something to mix it up doing something well, to shake up the routine get out of yeah. the box prison you're putting yourself yeah. in I just you just kind of got me excited by this idea so I think what would be terrific wouldn't it be terrific if some of the people listening to you today uh, decided said look you know I'm going to go knock on the door of someone who is not as agile, old because of either age or or physical conditioning, and I'm going to take my walk with them. Let's all go together. Mm. If it's cool outside, I'm going to drive uh, my neighbor, the the little lady or the the old guy living in the apartment above. I'm going to drive them to the mall. And together, we're going to walk them all. I'll get my exercise in. And along the way, we'll have the conversation and we'll share. We'll get to know each mm-hmm. other. And I'll teach them and they'll teach me. And, and together, we're sharing. I think that's really what Beautiful. ultimately this is about. And it's so easy to do. It's so simple to do. You can decide um, uh, in terms of the kinds of things that uh, the exercises that are mentioned in, with specificity in, in Ilchi's book uh, you can decide to just push the coffee table off to the side of your apartment uh, and bring yourself and, and and somebody that you decided to partner with into that environment and work out right there on the living room floor and do all the things you need to do to keep yourself healthy and to do things for your soul and for your mind mm-hmm. and bringing all three together in an exciting and lovely way. These The variations and the, the permutations of this are infinite, but mm. it all starts with a simple intent. And that simple intent comes back to where I began, you know, when we started our conversation. Something is moving in the air. Mm. I don't think any of us in our society today could possibly be thinking that this is the way life was meant to be lived. We cannot be happy with this kind of discord, polarization, uh, tribalization. Uh, fractionization, irritableness, angry, foaming at the mouth. I don't think any of us say, this is the way I want life to live. Mm. So I think as a reaction, we can either be further negative, further angry, or we can decide to say, you know, I feel something breeze. I feel a different breeze. I'm open to and sensitive to it. And something is moving through our society. And I want to be a part of that. So connecting in with others who want a different life, who see a different way of being, and then deciding we will come together and we'll support each other and we'll do the things necessary to preserve our spiritual health, our mental health, and our physical health. Mm. Yeah, beautifully said. And it's like, if you're judging, you know, judgments are a confession of character. And if you're judging a book by its cover or this person's from this country or they're this race or this political view, it's like, you know, everyone is acting rational based off their view of the world. And if you can just approach it with a sense of open heartedness, um, you know, like, you know, doing setting that intention for how you live your life 
the the rewards will just continue. I am so confident the word the rewards will just continue to uh, ripple out from that that intention of I'm just gonna I'm gonna put my armor down. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop fighting the fight. Maybe it's true what you know what you resist persists. Maybe that is indeed true. And I'm just going to bring love to the situation. I'm going to step out. If you know it, you talked about helping the, the neighbor. It's like, I think it was Gandhi that says, if you want to find yourself, uh, lose yourself in the service of others. I mean, you can never go wrong stepping out and being the one to say, I'm going to stop the fight. I'm the one who's going to make reach out and make the connection. So often people are get defensive and like, I'm going to wait for them to contact me. They need to step to me. And it's like, you win when you get the opportunity to do that. I think you're right on there. And, and one of the things that I think people will benefit from, from Il Chi's book is his concept of brain education. That at one level, we, as we are talking about this, many people will react positively and say, yeah, I got it. But there are also techniques that we can teach ourselves to be able to be better at it. We can train our brains to be able to focus on positive as opposed to negative. We can (laughs) brains more effectively through simple exercises. Uh, that will allow us uh, to be able to unleash more of that power. And so uh, this whole idea of brain education, uh, which is a little different than educating uh, with, with information, as much as what this becomes is kind of an education as to how to allow your brain to function better, to be able to, to get to that quiet space, to get to the space where we can Um, You know, sometimes in in some spiritual disciplines, they talk about listening to that still, quiet voice inside. And sometimes it's very difficult to get rid of all the noise and the confusion and the chaos and the craziness and be able to sit quietly and get to listen to that still, small voice inside. And so Ilchi talks about ways in which he can, you know, assist you in getting rid of the noise calming the brain down enough so that the real you comes Mm. through the you that's the eternal you the quiet you inside of the spaceship how do we get that voice out and be able to hear it and sometimes that it's more than just intention you can want to do it but how do you do it and this is one of the practical kinds of information in ilchi's book that i think many people will will benefit from uh, as they try to go from excitement and enthusiasm about the conversation to how do I actually get there in real life? Yeah, yeah. It's all about rewiring those neural networks. And we know that that's how the brain works. And so it's, you know, it's why I do the show five days a week. You know, I always say, you know, it's a daily conscious effort to maintain an elevated vibration. It's one thing to uh, understand this stuff theoretically, and it's another to really embody it. And so for me, you know, I set out as this is my way of doing it. I'm so grateful other people are benefiting and enjoying, but it's, you know, first and foremost, doing it to set my own vibrational tone each day and so I, I couldn't agree with you more on that and um, I'm, I'm definitely excited to, to check out some of those techniques that are discussed further in the book and I'm right. sure many listeners will I, I'd like to you know as we sort of wind down here uh, one one other sort of path I'd like to go down with you is a little bit regarding the the, the 
um, health uh, and food aspect of all this because this is a big conversation in uh, our world these days. You know, I mean, there's so many different things that are coming at you as what you should eat and what you shouldn't eat. And, you know, we go back to the, the father of modern medicine, Hippocrates said, make food thy medicine and medicine thy food. I feel like that's coming back around now instead of treating, you know, issues, we're getting to the core and preventative kind of approach. And, you know, then you, you know, so, you know, for me, as I mentioned earlier, I, I've aligned with Purium. And if for anyone who's interested, of course, can go to positivehead.com forward slash transformation. And it goes into great detail of all the things that I'm doing. I won't, I won't go there now, but, um, you know, aside from not only putting superfoods into your system, you know, something that's really been calling to me. And I'm curious if, if you have had any experience with this is, you know, this idea of fasting. Rumi said fasting is the first principle of medicine. Fast and see the strength of the spirit reveal itself. And I've been seeing all these things, even in the last, my brother just sent me an article a, a few hours ago, synchronistically, is fasting the fountain of youth. And it's talking about this USC study where they just saw after 72 hours of fasting, you know, you clean up all the defunct uh, white blood cells and, you know, it, it's a complete reset for immune, your immune system. So I'm curious on the, you know, on this end of things, food and fasting, what your thoughts are well first um, i'm i'm just really you know excited for you and your journey you and your sponsor and and the kinds of advances that 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 uh you are benefiting from and and sharing with others and i think this is really really important and i i commend you and your sponsor uh for what you are are trying to do i would probably say that in terms of the the, the at least for where i'm sitting um because i i, I really am looking at this the health of this nation and looking mm-hmm. at so many people who are at so many different levels. I, I have to sort of, in many ways, remind people, at least at the beginning, stick to the basics. Mm. You know, we, first of all, in America eat too much. Yep. So let's just remember one thing. Let's, let's deal with these, these portion control. Number two, we eat too much of the wrong stuff. We eat and we know it. We know we're eating too much junk food. We know we're eating too much sugar. We know we're eating too much carbohydrate. We know the bad things. We're, we're, drink, we're taking too much alcohol. You know, we know too many people are still smoking tobacco. So we know there are a lot of people that are doing the wrong thing. And so we've got to say to us, at least stop doing the dumb stuff right. you know, that we know right. we shouldn't do. Let's decide to live 120 years. Then third, we know we should start doing eating at least the basics. We know there should be fruits and grains. You know, we know that we need to be eating things with fruits with, and vegetables, lots of color, you know, with different colors to them. Yep. We know that our, we know what our, that ought to be like. Anybody can go to the U S government's website and just say the, the, you know, what does a healthy food plate look like and the proportions, those are very basic and simple so that I don't want people to become confused. Yeah. The average person out there, don't get confused by all the complexities of it. Start simply. Then once we've gotten into eating the right things and not eating the wrong things and are making that part of, oh, and by the way, one of the things that Ilchi really talks about, make sure we chew the food we eat. Mm. You know, we just wolf this stuff down and don't get the nutritional content for it. So we should be taking our time and chewing our food, chewing our food not only for the nutritional content, but chewing it also because we should be approaching eating as part of our spiritual growth. Like walking gently on the earth, right? Same kind of thing. 
we're the same thing. We're these these this food comes from a place. It doesn't just magically appear. It comes from a place and it is our interconnectivity with all of life and the sharing back and forth that we do with the environment that does. So those are the things before we and then for those who become more advanced after we've done the basic things and disciplined ourselves to do right. Then we can start doing the homework and the exploration about the superfoods and and the things that are, are perhaps more advanced, which you are going to be taking care of. So I will use my time with your mm-hmm. audience to just say, look, keep it simple. Yeah, <laughs> Do I lo- the simple things love it. first. Love then, it. Lo- thank God we have Brandon to start to talk <laughs> in days to come with the more the more advanced. Thing. Yeah, I absolutely love that. It's it's so many things get complex and you know simple exercise simple you know you know and at the end of the day whether i'm giving my my five and a half cents on what i like to do and what i recommend or someone else's it's like at the end of the day i think it it all comes back we all have our own inner guidance system too and i think these things that you're touching on are really really important it's like you know you, you don't you don't need to overthink this stuff you you know if you check in with your own inner guidance system that eating you know fruits and vegetables with lots of color is you know you you get an a big energetic yes from your intuition right uh, so go with that and keep it simple i mean you know this idea of fasting i haven't done it uh but i i intend to and i'm very intrigued by it because it doesn't get much simpler than than uh occasionally not eating to see you know to to achieve health benefits that keeps it real simple right um so um yeah it i does. think it does but but I think also, Brandon, we, you know, I, I have fasted a lot in my life. Have and you? I that was what I was curious benefit. about. Yes, I have. I, and I've gotten great benefit from it. Um, but having said that, again, um, there are a, a number of people out there who will be listening to you who eat, who do not eat well, do yep. not eat properly. What we don't want to have people doing is not getting the nutrients they need uh, to be for their bodies to be strong so that they can exercise and do all the other things we're talking about. Right. So the fasting, I think, is is very important. But you can't deal with the fasting if you're not dealing with the foundation right, right. Of, 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 of normalcy. Well, you know, I know we're about to close out. Let me just say, though, I think that what you really have kind of got me, you know, I want to just sort of go back before we end. And, and that's to your elevator uh, challenge at the beginning. <laughs> and that's really, I think, a beautiful analogy. I, I, I really love it. I hadn't thought of it before until you said it. Uh, but I just want to sort of remember that as we get on the elevator, the, the first thing we have to decide is to get on the elevator. <laughs> that right. is a profound decision. Yes. And what Ilchi is saying is, I have what? Decided to live 120 years. I have made a decision. I am making a choice, yep. a conscious, deliberate choice that today I'm going to get on the elevator. And then the next step on getting on that elevator is keep it simple. That's what you were just saying, right? yep. is keep it simple. Let's don't make this so complicated that before I can do one pushup, I have to decide to do a hundred pushups. No, do one. Yep. Before I do that first sit up, I have to have a special uniform or a gym membership. No, just go on the floor and do one push up. If that's all you can do, do one. The next day you'll do two. So yep. keep it simple. The third is, is to take the opportunity to notice, which is what you just said again, Brandon, you were spot on as far as I'm concerned 
is that you notice that when you're doing, when you make the decision and when you do the things that make sense, your body reacts and you feel good. You get a sense of joy, a sense of, I like myself better today because I did that one push up. I did that one sit up. I made the decision and I acted on it. So now what you're saying and you're realizing is that as you're going ascending up is you have this sense of joy and you're now bringing together your life. And then the next stage, you start to translate that joy into your enthusiasm of your relationship spiritually, however you manifest that and whatever that means to you. And everybody will have their own way of approaching it. And no one should dictate to anybody how they express that. And so you begin now to have that coming together of your mental, your physical, and your spiritual. And eventually, as you keep doing it and you deliberately are at it every hour, you do your one-minute exercise, you do your meditation or your prayer in the morning, eventually you start to ascend. Mm. And eventually you get to the top level whatever that is. And I just cannot wait to see who you will see when you get to the end. I have a feeling I will uh, see you standing there. Uh, Reed, this has been absolutely amazing. You know, I believe it was Lao Tzu that said a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. And uh, thank you so much for, for, you know, going down this, this journey, taking this step with me, with the listeners. Okay, uh, Reed, you know, what would be for those who are wanting to continue to follow you and your inspirational work and Ilchi Lee's work, what is the best way for people to connect? For Ilchi Lee, uh, I would go to changeyourenergy.com. All one word, changeyourenergy.com. For some of uh, what I'm involved in, which is uh, across the spectrum of healthcare, it would be you can go to um, Dr. Reed, D-R-R-E-E-D, at TuxonHealthConnections.com. That's T-U-C-K-S-O-N, Tuxon Health Connections with an S, dot com. So Dr. Reed at TuxonHealthConnections.com. And for Ilji Lee, ChangeYourEnergy.com. Excellent. And of course, uh, you can uh, order Ilchi's book, I've Decided to Live 120 Years, I'm sure, on the site or uh, I'm assuming also maybe Amazon, other places like Amazon. Uh, any, yeah. any place else, right. Excellent. I do have one last question I'd like to leave you with. And uh, that question is this. In 60 seconds or less, what is the meaning of life, according to Reed Tuxen? For me, and I'm still very primitive, but I will say the meaning of life is to be a piece of consciousness that is connected to the universal consciousness. The meaning of life is for me to be aware of this incredible thing called life, being aware of this actually incredible uh, experience that the creator has given to me and to be grateful for it and to learn from everything as I continue to evolve into a closer, intimate, intimate personal experience with the creator of all created life. Mm. And you exude another uh, attribute of someone who is, is definitely doing that wonderful humility. Thank you, Reed, so much for, for taking the time to do this. It has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, my friend, and I appreciated it much. Till next time, journey well. Okay, bye-bye, Brandon. Thank you. 
Well, everyone, that concludes this week's interview episode. If you have enjoyed this positive download from our hearts and minds to yours, please take a minute, give us a rating or review on iTunes, since iTunes is the holy grail of all things podcasting. Uh, your good reviews help us to reach more listeners. Also, we would be extremely appreciative if you would tell your friends and family about the show. Our sincere intent with the Positive Head podcast is to spread positivity to the world because, well, because we're selfish, quite honestly. Uh, I say that jokingly, but really only halfway joking. I'm referring to the good kind of selfish based on the knowing that we all get what we give in this life because when we give, we're actually always giving to extensions of self since we're all really one in the same consciousness, just in different bodies. So if you want to be a good selfish along with us by helping to spread the positivity, by all means, please proceed to shout about the Positive Head podcast from your rooftop. <laughs> Otherwise, as you continue on your fabulous journey in this 3D reality, be sure to remember this. As long as you ain't dead, you're already positive ahead. Journey well, everyone, and thank you for being.